The Boot, Season 1, Episode 3. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 3 of Revolutionary War Rarities, the Sons of the American Revolution podcast. My name is Jim Griffith. And my name is John Maples. Jim, in Stillwater, New York, there is a strange statue. It's a boot. Some say a leg in a boot, carved out of granite and draped over a howitzer barrel. A leg in a boot? Most monuments contain names, tributes, dates, and it's usually obvious who the monument is recognizing. But this one has no name. It's a tribute to an unnamed Revolutionary War hero that obviously made an impact on the war. But who was it? The monument doesn't say. So was this a tribute to a single individual or to all the troops who fought here? It's, in a, it's a boot in the style of the Revolutionary War era and clearly a boot that would have been for a very important person. Well, it turns out there there is a tribute there to someone on the monument. It is true that this person is never named. But here is what the tribute says. In memory of the most brilliant soldier of the Continental Army who desperately wounded on this spot, on the Sally Port of Burgoyne's Great Western Redoubt, 7 October 1777, winning for his countrymen the decisive battle of the American Revolution and for himself the rank of major general. So most people believe that if this individual would have died that day, that he would have indeed been immortalized by American history and taught to, a young, to young Americans over the years as one of the greatest heroes in, the, in American history, close to the level of George Washington. But that didn't happen. No, instead, this individual has become known as the greatest traitor in American history. Yes, although there is no name on the monument, it is a monument to Benedict Arnold, and that is the reason there's no name listed. Because of his injury and several others, Arnold was no longer considered a viable field commander. He had been injured three times already, and two of those injuries were in the same leg. So after recuperating from the injury, Benedict Arnold had a tremendous limp in one leg, was two inches shorter than the other. This impeded his ability to lead forces into the field of battle, so George Washington appointed him as the military governor of Philadelphia. There he married Peggy Shippum, who was a loyalist, and within a year, Benedict Arnold had conspired to hand over the fort at West Point to the British. So, Jim Griffith, it's trivia time. Yes, it is. So here are the questions. We all know that Benedict Arnold committed treason, but who was his British contact and how did he establish that? Benedict Arnold established a relationship with the Adjutant General of the North American British Army. His name was John Andre. Now, here's the crazy part. John Andre courted Peggy Shippen before Benedict Arnold. 
So it is almost certain that Peggy Shippum established the relationship between Benedict Arnold and John Andre. So what happened to John Andre and to Benedict Arnold? John Andre was eventually captured by the colonial forces and hung. Benedict Arnold escaped and became a military officer for the British. He died on June the 14th, 1801 in London, England at the age of 60. So how did Benedict Arnold and John Andre communicate? Through the normal exchange of letters. However, invisible ink was employed in between the normal lines of the letter. Numbers were written in invisible ink, and those numbers corresponded to the page, line, and word from the book, Blackstone's Commentaries on the Laws of England. Now, how that was figured out, I do not know. I'm sure there is some documentation somewhere that explains how that was discovered. Okay, okay. So what happened to Peggy Shippen when the Colonials discovered that Benedict Arnold was a traitor? Well, Jim, she acted as though she was devastated. She was virtually uncontrollable for hours. She proclaimed that she was completely ignorant of the situation and could not believe it had happened. Ultimately, she was asked to leave the country, and she headed off to England. So it turns out that our biggest culprit in American history is Benedict Arnold. Now, strangely enough, prior to leaving the country... Peggy Shippum, Benedict Arnold's wife, stopped by the Burr family home in Paramus, New Jersey, to pay a visit and say her goodbyes. It was at the Burr family home that she opened up about what had happened and confessed that she had participated in the event, which she so skillfully denied to George Washington's face. So the wife of the biggest trader in American history stopped by the home of who some people, many people, would consider to be the second biggest trader in American history, Aaron Burr, before leaving for England. Wow. So history has judged Benedict Arnold in diametrically opposed ways. First, he is absolutely considered to be a trader, and that is what we all know about him. But he was considered to be a very capable military tactician and a gifted general. He felt that his military accomplishments were being overlooked and, and less capable people were being promoted ahead of him. His frustration got the best of him, and ultimately he left an unpleasant imprint upon the American people for all time. But what about the boot? Well, it's still in Stillwater, New, Jer- New York. Sorry, it's still in New- Stillwater, New York as a monument to a very capable general who was severely injured in the leg at that precise location. That injury ultimately led to a dramatic change in his physical ability to lead and ultimately changed history for all time. It's a monument to someone who needed to be recognized but whose name could not be mentioned. And so it goes. Although never verified, it was reported that Benedict Arnold stated on his deathbed, let me die in the, in the old uniform in which I fought my battles for freedom. May God forgive me for ever putting on another. I'm Jim Griffith. And I'm Joe Maples, and we thank you for joining us today. And please be sure to join us for the next episode of the Revolutionary War Rarities Podcast. It's been a production of the National Society, Sons of the American Revolution, www.sar.org.